Chapter 12 of On the Trail, an outdoor book for girls. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Christine Lehman, Reseda, California. On the Trail, an outdoor book for girls by Lena Beard. Chapter 12 Accidents. Sprains, bruises, burns, cuts, sunstroke, drowning. One learns quickly how to take care of oneself while on the trail, and serious accidents seldom occur. In fact, every member of the party takes pride in keeping herself free from accident. It is so like a tenderfoot to get hurt. However, it is well to be prepared in case accidents do occur, and this chapter is intended to forearm you that you may not stand helplessly by when your aid is needed sprains and bruises the best immediate treatment for ordinary sprains and bruises is the application of cloths dipped in very hot water this takes out the soreness and prevents inflammation as soon as one application cools a little a hot one should take its place as hot as can be borne without scalding the flesh very cold water can be used when hot is not obtainable for a sprained ankle or wrist, continue this treatment for a while, and then bind smoothly and firmly with a clean cotton bandage. Keep as quiet as possible with the sprained ankle, and if the accident occurs when on a walk, the fireman's lift may be used for carrying the injured person to camp. Illustration. The Fireman's Lift. Fireman's Lift. To be able to use the fireman's lift may be to save a life, as it can be employed when there is but one person to do the carrying. With practice, any girl of ordinary strength can lift and carry another of her own size or even larger. In order to make the lift easy, instruct the patient to relax all her muscles and become perfectly limp. Then turn her on her face, stand over her body with one foot at each side, face toward the patient's head. Lean forward and place your hands under her arms, then gently raise her to her knees. Next, slide your hands quickly down around her body at the low waistline, lifting her at the same time to her feet. Immediately grasp her right wrist with your left hand, and pass your head under her right arm and your right arm under one or both of her knees, shifting the patient's hips well on your shoulders. Rise to a standing position and carry patient away. Cuts The accidents that most frequently happen are simple cuts and bruises. For a slight cut, Wash the wound in lukewarm water to remove all dirt or foreign matter. Then press the lips or sides together and hold them in place with strips of court plaster or surgeon's adhesive plaster. Do not cover the entire wound with the plaster, but put strips across at right angles with the cut, leaving a space between every two strips and using only enough plaster to keep the cut closed. Cover the hurt part with a bandage to protect it from further injury. Illustration. Aids in First Aid. When an artery is cut. When an artery is cut, the wound is more serious and the bleeding must be stopped immediately. 
when the blood comes from an artery it is bright red in color and flows copiously in spurts or jets the blood in the arteries is flowing away from the heart therefore you must stop it between the cut and the heart it is the arteries in the arms and legs that are most likely to be injured in the arm the large artery runs down the inner side of the upper arm in the leg the artery runs down the inner side of the upper leg the tourniquet to stop the bleeding press the artery above the wound firmly with your fingers while someone prepares a tourniquet use a handkerchief a necktie or anything of the kind for a tourniquet tie it loosely around the limb and in the bandage place a smooth stone or something that will take its place adjusting it just above your fingers on the artery then slip a strong slender stick about ten inches long under the bandage at the outer side of the arm or leg and turn the stick around like the hand of a clock until the stone presses the artery just as your fingers did tie the stick above and below the bandage to keep it from untwisting do not forget that the tourniquet is cutting off circulation and for this to continue very long is dangerous it is not safe to keep it on more than one hour without loosening if the hand or foot grows cold and numb before that time loosen the tourniquet and rub briskly to restore circulation should the wound begin to bleed again when the tourniquet is loosened be ready to tighten at once in case of an accident of this kind summon a physician if one can be reached quickly if not take the patient to the nearest doctor for the artery must be tied as soon as possible and only a physician or skilful trained nurse can do that part of the work emergency stretchers loss of blood is too weakening to permit of the patient walking and the exertion may start the wound bleeding again so a stretcher of some kind must be contrived in which she may be carried you can make a good emergency stretcher of two strong poles of green wood one large blanket and the ever useful horse blanket safety pins the poles should be about six feet long of a size to clasp easily in your hand and as smooth as they can be made with hurried work they should at least be free from jagged stumps or branches and twigs begin by folding the blanket through the middle over one of the poles then pin the blanket together with the large safety pins with the pins about six inches apart to hold the pole in place that finishes one side for the other lap the two edges of the blanket over the second pole and pin them down like a hem the stretcher will be of double thickness and will hold the injured person comfortably if a serious accident should occur some distance from camp and there are no blankets to use do not hesitate to appropriate for a stretcher whatever you have with you when there is nothing else cut your khaki skirt into strips about twelve inches wide and tie the ends to two poles the poles need not be smooth except at the ends leaving spaces between burns and scalds 
Personally, I have repudiated the old method of treating simple burns and scalds, and, instead of applying oil or flour, have discovered for myself that simply holding a slightly burned finger or hand in a running stream of cold water not only gives instant relief, but prevents the pain from returning in any severity care of the injured part to prevent the skin from breaking and causing a sore is the only thing left to be done however here are the ordinary remedies for burns any of the following things spread over a piece of linen or soft cotton cloth are said to be good olive oil carbolized vaseline fresh lard cream flour and baking soda for serious burns a physician should be called heat prostration and sunstroke this will seldom occur in a camp of healthy girls whose stomachs and blood are in good order but it is best not to expose oneself to the fierce rays of the sun during a period of intense heat or directly after eating in case any one is overcome and complains of feeling faint and of dizziness and throbbing head take her where it is cool in the shade if possible lay her down loosen her clothing and apply cold water to her face and head she will probably be able to walk when she revives but if not carry her home or into camp do not give whiskey brandy or any stimulants cinder or foreign substance in the eye as a rule all that is necessary to remove something in your eye is to take the eyelashes of the upper lid between your thumb and forefinger and pull the lid down over the lower one the lower lashes thus shut in combined with the tears that flood the eye will clean the eye in most cases if the cinder or other substance is embedded in the upper lid roll back the lid over a match the sulphur end taken off then moisten a corner of a handkerchief and with it remove the cinder if this treatment does not avail and the substance cannot be removed put a drop of olive oil in the eye close it and cover with a soft bandage then go to a physician do not put anything stiff or hard into the eye fainting fainting occurs most often in overheated and overcrowded places where the air is impure the proper treatment is to lay the patient flat on her back with the head lower than the rest of the body and feet raised then loosen the clothes at waist and neck sprinkle the face and neck with cold water and hold smelling salts or ammonia to the nostrils insist upon giving her all the fresh air possible it is good also to rub the limbs with the motion upward toward the body. Drowning, Schaefer Method Illustration, Restoring Respiration Secure a doctor if possible, but do not wait for him. Do not wait for anything. What you do, do instantly. As soon as the rescued person is out of the water, begin treatment to restore respiration, that is, to make her breathe. If you can do this, her life will probably be saved. Not until the patient breathes naturally must you work to bring warmth and circulation to the body. To promote circulation before the patient breathes naturally may endanger her life. 
first quickly loosen the clothes at waist and neck then turn the patient face downward on the ground with face either downward or turned to one side arms extended above the head and with chest raised slightly from the ground and resting upon your folded skirt also place something beneath her forehead to raise her nose and mouth from the ground this will allow the tongue to fall forward if it does not grasp it with handkerchief and pull forward this will permit the water to run out and will provide room for breathing as in cases of fainting so with drowning patient she must have all the air possible for she is being suffocated with water so do not allow a crowd to form around her keep every one back except those assisting in the actual work of restoration with the patient in the position described kneel by her side or better still astride of her and let your hands fall into the spaces between the short ribs with your fingers turned outward and your weight falling upon the palms of your hands press steadily downward and forward to expel the air from the lungs hold this position a fraction of a second count four then gradually release the pressure to allow the air to enter again through the throat count four and again press down continue this treatment for a while then using another method slip your hands under the patient at the waistline and lift her up sufficiently to allow her head to hang down as in illustration lower her gently and lift again do this several times you will find that the movement will force the water from the lungs out of the mouth and help to produce artificial respiration return to the first method and continue the treatment until the breath comes naturally it may be an hour or two before there are any signs of life such as a gasp or slight movement then the breath must be carefully aided by more gentle pressure until it comes easily without help do not give up hope and do not stop working the work may be continued many hours if done in relays, that is, several girls taking part, each one in her turn. Remember, however, the treatment must be continuous, and no time be allowed to elapse when the change is being made. After respiration begins. With returning breath, the first corner in recovery has been turned, but the after-treatment is very important. To restore circulation, begin by rubbing the limbs upward with a firm pressure. This sends the blood to the heart. Warmth must now be supplied by blankets heated before a fire, and hot stones or bricks may be placed at the thighs and at the soles of the feet or the patient should be wrapped in a warm blanket placed on a stretcher carried to camp or to a house and put to bed here hot water bottles may be used and as soon as it is possible for her to swallow if nothing else can be obtained give a little strong hot coffee unsweetened and without milk lastly keep the patient quiet and let her sleep nosebleed the simplest method of stopping the nosebleed is to hold something cold on the back of the neck, a large key will do, and pinch the nostrils together. Also, cool the forehead with water and hold the arms above the head. This is usually effective. End of chapter 12. 
Recording by Christine Lehman.